What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. EaseWellness.com for the CBD. Ease.com. And as always, the promo code's ham. Yep, guy. And it's it's a hell of a deal. You get $20 off your first purchase. Over $50. Free delivery. Jimmy G. Jimmy G, one spot ahead of Derek. Also, Tier 3. I think this illustrates what you were saying a moment ago about how differently people could think. Garoppolo had, he's on the third tier. 31 can I, can I give us a little credit, too, for people who think we're Raiders haters? We talked about the Raiders before we talked about the Niners. Well, the quotes were more explosive. Uh, <laughs> True. Uh, but, yeah, give us credit, John. Tier 3, 31 votes. That's where he is. He had four. He had nine Tier 4 votes. He had 15 Tier 2 votes. Um, his quotes are, I think, largely positive. The quotes about him. This is what I uh, said about Garoppolo. He's really accurate. He's smart. He's athletic. But he hasn't played a lot of football, and you see it at times. I just think he's got everything if he can stay healthy. It sounds like he'll have a better cast this year, and he's got the coach. That's what a GM said. Uh, another guy. We played them in 2017, and a little like Darnold with the Jets and Baker with the Browns, everybody was walking a little taller because he was there, said one exec. Our so, podcast yeah, downloads raise our hand, too. We, we like Jimmy G. In that's our right. That's, that's, that's a good call. <laughs> This is an offensive coordinator talking about a specific game against the Titans in 2017. There was 110 left. He had no timeouts. They needed a field goal. He took it right down the field, said this coordinator. He's accurate. He's got a strong enough arm. He's mobile enough to make plays outside of the pocket when he needs to. And in high-pressure situations, doing that against a playoff team, I said, this guy has a chance. Uh, what about the injuries, says Sando? And this is what a QB coach said. Injuries does not mean he's worse. His skills are the same. He needs to stay healthy, and all those things will show. So that's all of the Garoppolo quotes. Well, 
let's start with the middle one about the Darnold and the Baker this one. This guy has a chance. Th- yeah. th- there is no argument that when Jimmy's on the field, and this is the power of having a quarterback, your fans, your coaches, your players, everyone in the goddamn building, if the game's at Levi's, thinks that the Niners can win the game. If the game starts and Jimmy Garoppolo is your starting quarterback, and if you're playing on the road, that team knows that this guy can beat you on the most basic level. The Niners have not had that in Kyle Shanahan's two years when Jimmy Garoppolo has not been on the field. Now, they lost a couple games last year, but you know going into that home opener against Mike Zimmer, like how seriously did they take Jimmy Garoppolo that game? Really seriously, right? He was just coming off five-game winning streak. The hype on him was strong. They just The tape spoke for itself. And we've seen what when he's not there. So on that most basic level, you got Jimmy on the field, you can win with him. At least based on the small sample size. So that's where I'm talking like, Derek, I can't say that as confidently, but his sample size is much bigger. Maybe but once upon, a time you, once upon a time you did. Yeah, and maybe when Jimmy, 30 games later for Jimmy, I don't feel the same. But I, the sample size... I think he's the most unique player guy on this list because he's played 10 fucking games. 10! But he's been in the league this going into a six-year and he's made $120 million. Now, he hasn't made all that yet, but you know what I mean. He's been ma- it's yeah. just a unique... It might be an all-time outlier situation. It's just crazy. You know? And I also think that the way they described him is right. He's really accurate. He's a timing and rhythm guy. And this is guy, the league, giving the coach a little more love. They think I live him. He's got the right coach. So he's got Kyle Shanahan. Fits in perfectly in this one. He just has to play a lot of football. And I, I think last year, people were like, you know, he didn't look good in the Minnesota Vikings game. Well, one, week one's always just a crapshoot. Like, every team in the league, for the most part, you get their haymaker in week one. They've been waiting all for nine months for a game. A lot of the starters don't play in preseason. Especially when you're on the road, that place is nuts. Minnesota just happens to be one of the better home environments just in general anyway. That defense was loaded. I don't put that much stock in there. The next two games, a little iffy, yeah. But I also think, and you talk to people with the Niners, they thought he was pressing a little bit, makes a ton of money. You know, he kind of felt the weight of the world on his shoulders. And then it was all just ripped away from him. So what I'm interested, like this year, if I had to guess, I doubt Jimmy Garoppolo plays in the preseason. Because the Rams these last two years have played nobody in the preseason. Just why even risk it? And you could make an argument, just give him a couple series. But, again, this is just, I had no inside information, educated guess he does not play. I could be very wrong. He might start week, you know, preseason game one. I guess he doesn't play. What do you think? Uh, wow, that's a great question. I, I, I don't think he can debut week one of the NFL season as a guy that's been hurt. I know you want to protect him in the preseason, but my counter to that would be, I don't want him seeing game speed for the first time week one. Like I'd be concerned that he gets hurt doing that too, where he's had no, he hasn't driven 45 miles an hour. He goes from zero to 60. Like I want him to just drive, drive 45 for a minute, get back to that, seeing a different team. Maybe you talk me into it. Maybe, maybe you give him a couple series in two games, right? Maybe like the second preseason game and the third preseason game, he gets a quarter or something. I, he's, I, out I, there with, he's out there with rookies he hasn't played with. I, I'm not I'm not pushing him to the limit in the preseason. I, I can't. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I agree there. But either way, I, what I'm fascinated to know, does he but come ultimately, out? Let me just follow, if I could follow up on that. Ultimately, like, if he's going to get hurt in the preseason, John, then you got to know. Like, yeah. <laughs> if he's, if he's going to get hurt, he's going to get hurt, then we got to just be ready to move on. You know what I mean? 
Like, there's only so yeah. much you can do to protect your quarterback. In games, I guess you can do. We're not going to do any rollouts. We're not going to. You're not scrambling. Throw the ball away. But I got to put you in games at some point. But I'm, but I'm saying, you look at the team you're going up against, the Rams, who has kind of been set the bar now in this division. They, their mindset is they don't mess with it at all, guy. I mean, you got to give Sean McVay some credit. He's gone a little outside the box on that because people, I even gave him some shit. I'm like, this is nuts. Where is Jared Goff proven? And he was right. Yeah, I mean, so, I guess you could argue, right? Hey, the coach knows if the guy's ready to roll. Yeah, better than I, anybody. So I, I just wonder when week one comes, whether at the end of the day, whether he plays the preseason or not. Are, are we seeing the guy that? Because when he came for those last five games, it was God. He got he kind of had nothing to lose. You know, I, I was thinking about this. Rory McIlroy shot 79, whatever, you know, the round one. All this pressure on him. And then he came back the next day, shot 65. But at one point in time, it looked like he might shoot 60. I don't give him that much credit for the 65 because he had nothing to lose, guy. He's one of the best fucking players in the world. To me, that is not... I'm not taking the positive. I'm more taking the negative. Rory shit the bed. And again, I even if he just shot par, I don't need him to win the thing. But that was... I heard Bill Simmons say this yesterday on like House's pod, golf podcast. Like that's a blemish on his resume. I, yeah, I, I just I was feeding for some golf stuff, so I, I clicked it mainly because Bill was on it, and I just he's right. Like that that's a blemish on your resume. You you got really really tight. You're you're too good to do that, Rory. Like you're not. Genius. Yeah, I mean, look, I I uh, as a bottom line, I agree. As a bottom line, I agree, and. I generally, that's where we talk about these guys. Like, look at all these top 10 finishes. Well, did you, was it top 10 coming into Sunday you were top 10 and finished wrong? Or were you at 20 coming into Sunday and then people are, people that are actually competing are falling off and you ride it into the top 10? I will say this about him because I think you're mostly right that he didn't have any pressure on him Friday, except for the fact that he did almost make, like he was with three or four holes to play, remember, he was right at, he like fought back to the cut line. But, but my point is, guy, he can shoot 65 with the blink. He's one of the best players we've ever seen. Like, his talent is too immense. And again, I, I can't even put to words the pressure. But part of being an elite, elite, being Rory McIlroy is you can't shoot 79 in that situation. Like, your shittiest should be like 72. And if you're 72, you're I, fine. I agree. I mostly, like I said, I do bottom line agree. I do think that's pretty... Like, but, that's not but, big but, tournament you, pressure. That's a whole other, whole life's been building to this moment pressure. 100%. But my, my ultimate point, just on that Friday round, you got to play a little looser. You don't have to worry about it. You're yeah. like, I'm probably no, going to anyway. Absolutely. And I do think there's some of that, if I'm taking a step back on those Jimmy last five games, like, he's a good player. But, and, you know, when people like, you know, a shitty team, they played really well late in the season. Well, yeah, if I'm J.J. Watt, and I'm getting in the meeting on Wednesday, totally. and we're playing the 2 and 12 49ers. I'm sorry. I'm probably not approaching them like the 11 and 2 New England Patriots. So you can fly to me where you don't get approached like that. And I think we saw it last year. The Minnesota Vikings viewed the 49ers as a Super Bowl, right? Week one, it's as big as game as you're going to get. The Lions and then the, the Chiefs. All those games were viewed as you're an elite team. We're just, we're through. We're playing you. This is a big-ass game. And I think he didn't quite... It just looked a little different. And that's what... When I talk about the sample size, I do think it's fair to say, you know, you've overhyped 
Because some people in the league and fans, and I do this sometimes, you can overhype a player before we have a lot of information. That's why I throw up the red flag on Baker. Yeah, I think Baker's going to be good, but we have a tiny sample size. Now, once I get three seasons worth, and I think we've seen this consistently, and this is where the Farhans and the Billies with baseball, I just need more information to make a decision. That's why you can argue, you can go to the mat for Brady, for Breeze, for Rodgers. Like, they've been kicking the sh- Matt Ryan. Been dominating for a long period of time. Like, there was no, once they get some tape on Big Ben, yeah, Big Ben's like fucking since 05, brother. <laughs> you know? So, it's just, that's, what are we talking about, Jimmy, in 2022 when, in, hopefully, if you can say healthy, three years of tape. Yeah, uh, when, I don't when, use when, the, when you're, I don't think we use, but, but I will say, I don't think we use, you and I, use what he did at the end of that year when he became a 49er anymore when we talk about him. Well, but part of my I think a lot of what we talk about go, is based on... How good on, can Jimmy be? And I go, I think he can be a top seven or eight quarterback yeah. is based on those games, though. Partly, but I think... I, I My interpretation of the way we've talked about him now for a while is that it's transitioned to when we've watched him play, we've just seen the throws that he's made, the decisions that he's made, and... Uh, even though we haven't had a lot of them, said okay, that's a continuation of in a more real situation, him going uh, and becoming like an end of the season superstar for five weeks. Well, while I'm betting, why I'm betting on him, guy, is because of the skill set. Now, I, that's just, what I mean. He has to do it though, and I think we've seen a lot of people with quote unquote the skill set that for whatever reason couldn't do it. That's where I yeah. think. I'm not like in concrete he's going to be a great player. I, I've even pulled back on Wentz a little bit. Like I just because you see over and over how hard the NFL is, how hard is sustained success at quarterback. Like Eli Manning has had a borderline Hall of Fame career, won two Super Bowls, and we go, God, how's he had like five or six just outlier shitty seasons throughout his career? Like it's just really difficult. And Eli and Flacco, same thing. I, I've seen those guys in the biggest games. I've had money on them and against them. And been terrified and been confident, you know? So I, I just, I think Jimmy is one of the most, like if Derek has the most to prove, which I think is fair. Because if he sucks, he will get cut. If he's good, the Raiders are in the fucking clear. Because they re- they have a kind of a cheap quarterback for the next couple of years. Like they're in pretty good shape. I'd say Jimmy is like the greatest unknown in the league. Like, could he just be the MVP this year? Because, could like, would you be... Sh- Shell shocked if he thirty seven touchdowns, twelve picks, and the Niners won ten games. No, and he's the MVP. Or I'd be shell shocked by MVP in, in the MVP mix, right? Like having a conversation about it. As someone who's believed who believes in him in the MVP mix, well, the I, guy I'd the Niners make them. the playoffs this year. It, that would mean Jimmy is good, and he'll be in the mix. Right, right, right. But but like to me, there's a difference between make the playoffs and you're winning so much so fast that you, like that's how many how many games would the Niners have to win for you to think like Jimmy's got a legit chance to win this MVP? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. And then his numbers would have to be what probably like thirty eight and ten. And just yeah. look, and just and just look it and just you know it when yeah. you see it like this guy's a superstar because <laughs> it was clear yeah. by about what'd you say early October like yeah Mahomes is just what the fuck is this <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean it was like that first Steph Curry MVP year you're like uh, yeah this is I've never seen this you know I, I, and I don't think Jimmy's that because he just you got to be like Favre or Mahomes like 
Manning was never like, I've never seen this. It was just like, God, this guy's unstoppable. But it wasn't, he was throwing 90-yard bombs. It was just he's picking you apart. And, doing, and he's got like six MVPs, right? To me, yeah, even to the, me, Peyton was like Ichiro Suzuki. Like, this guy just doesn't stop getting hits. <laughs> yeah, or Tony How does he not stop getting hits? Yeah, it's just, it's, he's relentless. You know, he's just a sheriff. He's just arresting everyone. Where I think the Brady, that first year, once him and him and Randy teamed up, you're like, oh, this isn't fair. <laughs> like, they're just throwing bombs. This, But it was more like Randy. Like, oh, my God, he's resurrected Randy. Now, Brady had taken it to a new level. And that's where I think far, or I mean, Rodgers was... He kind of is the perfect combo. It was like, God, I don't know if anyone in the league can do that. But he's also, when he's on, he just kills you. It's like the double whammy. Where I think, uh, you know, Jimmy, he's going to make some throw, some crazy plays because he's super athletic, some like Romo-like, you know, scrambles and throw. But I think more than likely, if he's kicking your ass, it's going to be he's super consistent and accurate and just makes high-level plays that a $30 million quarterback makes. But it's not, he's not going to do no-look passes behind his back. Like like Mahomes, I don't know if right. he's ever gone behind his back, but I bet he eventually will. Did you see a behind the back Mahomes to like Tyreek for a touchdown? Wait, can I see Jimmy do that? No, Mahomes. You think he ever goes behind the back? Oh, and behind the back in a game? Yes. yes. Uh, to give me the yes on that prop bet. Yeah, even if it's like he's getting sacked and kind of throws it, but it's just yeah, arm. One hundred percent, he is absolutely going behind his back. <laughs> I would agree. I think we get that this year. Definitely, I would. He is definitely. Tried it. He's well, all qu- all quarterbacks screwing around in practice do the little thing where they zip it behind their yeah, back. Yeah, we've all everyone's done it. Yeah, they just their ball just goes a little farther in a better spiral. So yeah, I, Mahomes will go behind the back. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.